Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life podcast. Beginnings of years are a time of renewal. It's a time when we let go of the old. It's it's really a time, uh, you know, basically January through March of each year is such a time of planting seeds. It's such a time of just like beginning something fresh and letting go of the self-criticism of the past. Because if you have been through a divorce, I went through a really challenging divorce myself. If you've been through a situation where you were kind of belittled or others, you know, when you change, people get really uncomfortable. So the big questions are these, how can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Song, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Rebecca Zung, and this is the very first episode of my newly reworked podcast called Negotiate Your Best Life. For those of you who have been listening to me uh, with Breaking Free, a modern divorce podcast, there will still be lots of juicy nuggets that you can use here, but probably even more. Because navigating and negotiating a divorce, you're you're doing that with the legal process, with your emotions, with the pain, the heartache, on and on. That's what divorce is all about, is navigating and negotiating. And when I first started Breaking Free in the summer of 2018, I named it the same thing as my divorce book, which was also called, is also called Breaking Free. And I was still really only focusing on divorce. And then in September of this past year, in 2019, I released a new book called Negotiate Like You Matter, which went to number one the very first day that it was released. And I had asked Robert Shapiro, the great lawyer, founder of LegalZoom, OJ team lawyer, to do a testimonial for me. And he loved the book so much that he actually called me and offered to write the foreword to the book. And since all of these magical things are happening around navigating and negotiating, it made me realize that I didn't want to just focus on divorce because even people who are going through a divorce don't want to be defined by divorce. We're all full human beings. And as human beings, we all have the same need. And that is to feel valued, to feel that we matter, that we are seen, that we're heard. And that's why I called the book Negotiate Negotiate Like You Matter. But we're really all just trying to negotiate for living. We're trying to negotiate our lives, our best lives. So this newly retooled version of my podcast will have all the same amazing nuggets of information it's always had for people who are divorcing. But we're going to go so much deeper than that. My guests are going to be ready to be raw and real and human. And hey, we all have head trash that we're dealing with, and we all have obstacles in our lives, and 
we all experience struggle. And so this is all going to be all about how to navigate and negotiate that. I'm talking to people who've been able to do that and be successful and still be kick-ass and amazing and persuasive in their lives, despite their obstacles and their struggles. So with all of that, my very first guest of this new year, new podcast, is so incredible, and it's so fitting to have her here talking about all all of these things, including energy clearing. She's the host of her own podcasts, including Energy Clearing for Life, The Multi-Million Dollar Funnel. She had the Erica Glessing Show. She's also the creative force uh, behind many top podcasts, including this one and Breaking Free, a Modern Divorce podcast. She's been a publisher, a copywriter, a realtor, a funnel builder, and so much more. But even more importantly, she's had to overcome obstacles, and she's going to tell us about them. And she's going to give us some little bonus, big bonus, mantras, energy clearing tools, things that we can all use to clear out the negative energy of 2019, whether it's a bad marriage, a bad relationship, a bad career, whatever, that's no longer serving you so that we can all create our best 2020, our best and most positive year ever. So welcome, Erica Glessing. Oh, Rebecca, I am just so joyful to be here with you. It's been so much fun meeting you before even the first podcast episode aired in 2018 and and seeing your book just fly off the charts. And it's just been wonderful. I'm so excited to be here with you and and celebrate the new show and the new beginning of 2020. Thank you. I'm so excited. I mean, it is so fitting that you are my first guest of this newly reworked podcast and this new year because of what you stand for, because of what you're all about. Um, And so tell us first about some of your accomplishments. Like, let the world know, you know, who Erica Glessing is, because I want to just have them know that, you know, here's where you are now. And then we're going to talk about some of the obstacles and struggles that you've dealt with, and then how you were able to overcome them to get where you are now. Well, I've been writing my entire life. So I think I think I came out of the womb writing. <laughs> I was a news reporter for a decade. I, I won a big California State you know, Publisher Award my first year out the gate. I think I've always written and uh, when I, I think when I first met the podcast was in 2016. Actually, I tried to do it in 2013 badly. And I think, uh, I like challenges, so I'm always kind of asking myself every every turn of the year. I say, how can I 10x my business this next year? So I'm always I ask that every year because why not at least aim for that, right? And so um, in 2014, I said, you know, what do I need to 10x my business in 2015? And it said all the people I was working with should become number one best-selling authors. And so I was like, oh, well, I don't know how to do that. And it was like, that's okay. <laughs> and I just did it. And I helped 200 people become number one best-selling authors in the, in the years that followed. So I think I just get these like crazy wild hair ideas in my head. And then I go, okay, well, what's it going to take to do that? And then I just start like reverse engineering it. And 
I just really don't. And that is actually so, so key, what you just (laughs) said. I want to make sure we highlight that because reverse engineering is something that people don't often. I'm surprised, actually, by how many people don't go there. You know, they're just looking at what's right in front of their face and they just are, you know, dealing with whatever fires are right in front of their face. And they're not going, wait a minute, let me stop. Let me look at the end. Where do I want to be? And let me reverse engineer how I'm going to get there. I love that you said that. That's perfect. Yeah, it's something that you just, especially if you're going through big changes and Um, beginnings of years are a time of renewal. It's a time when we let go of the old. It's, it's really a time, uh, you know, basically January through March of each year is such a time of planting seeds. It's such a time of just like beginning something fresh and letting go of the self-criticism of the past. Because if you have been through a divorce, I went through a really challenging divorce myself if you've been through a situation where you were kind of belittled or others, you know, when you change, people get really uncomfortable. So when you change, oh, that is so true. Yeah, people just they they're like, you know, are you, especially yeah. if you're trying to grow and get better. <laughs> they're just they just get so uncomfortable. So everyone who supported you in the past, you know, it might be crickets. If you try on a new hat or you wear a new color, I mean, they've done these studies on TV, right? If the star starts dressing differently, like nobody likes it, like people stop watching. It's just wild. So when you're forging a new identity or creating a new entity or 10xing, which I just love to try to 10 time my business all the time. And whenever you're doing this, you're breaking free of of what you were. And that can be so uncomfortable for everyone around you. They're just like, oh, but I like the old thing, you know, but and, and like they loved you before. So then they're like, who are you? Or somehow maybe you upping your game is threatening to the other person. And I always find that to be such faulty logic because why does your success have anything to do with another person's success? It's like a flower that blooms and then the flower next to it goes, well, I can't bloom now because you're blooming. I mean, why can't that flower bloom too, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I can redo what I was doing before a little differently. But sometimes I just have to flip and start something brand new and and I have to invoke a new idea or a new, for me, I do it in podcasts. So I always create a new podcast when I'm creating a big butterfly change. Like if I'm going from a caterpillar to a butterfly, the show that worked for me when I was a caterpillar is not going to be the same show that works for me when I'm a butterfly in general. Like it's just yeah. generally I'm going to have to have a new vehicle or a new job or a new career a new identity and it is kind of hard for people if you're to follow someone like that (laughs) well I mean there's always going to be naysayers I mean I was a um you know I, I graduated number two in my class from high school I was the salutatorian um much to my Chinese father's chagrin what happened to number one you know but anyway I I then ended up 
Yeah, I, I ended up uh, getting married at 19. I had three kids by the time I was 22 and um, and then, you know, finished college. And then I decided after I got divorced when I was in my 20s um, with three little children, I decided to go back to law school because I really, it was like survival mode for me at that point. Like I really wanted to create a better life for my myself and my kids. That was really all I was thinking about at the time. Who knew I was going to end up creating this whole life, you know? But um, I had so many naysayers. I mean, I had people who told me that, you know, lawyers aren't getting jobs. There's too many lawyers. That I had one person actually tell me that they knew somebody who graduated from law school that was bagging groceries, like not even the cashier, like the bagger. Wow. And then and, you go on and become top 1% in the country. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Good thing I didn't listen to that person, right? right? I mean, you know, I, I just remember thinking, well, somebody's going to get a job. Why won't it be me? Like, I'm right. not going to be the one bagging groceries, right? you know? So, yeah, when um, I became a when I became a news reporter, I remember people saying, you know, you can't get a job writing. And I was like, you know what? I hear you say that, but I will. And then I kept doing it. Like the Sacramento Bee hired me when I was 25 and I wasn't supposed to get there till I was 30. Like that was on my game plan for 30. (laughs) Yeah. And I just got it. It was interesting. I think when you just like focus on your gifts and how you can help people with your gifts. And like you said, you had a big why. I mean, you had those kids and that's what's happening for me too with three kids. It's like, yeah, I have a big why. So tell us some of the obstacles that you've had to deal with emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, get get real with us. Let, let's, you know, whatever you're comfortable sharing, because that's what, you know, everyone who's listening is like, you know, they're struggling and they want to know, okay, is this person similar to me? And if this person could do it, maybe I can too, you know? Well, I mean, for me, the divorce was really something that like it was interesting because I was okay with it like as soon as I knew that I was going to leave and and he was very abusive and as soon as I got the awareness it was that I was going to leave I was comfortable again like I went from a very uncomfortable marriage to being like okay you know I can be Erica again you know but he became a stalking person and so he became that narcissist that you know, talking bad to my kids all the time about me. And it became, I I had the hardest time not internalizing all that negativity and hatred being thrown at me. Yeah, And it was like daily hatred. Like it was serious. And my kids were like eight, nine and 10. So here they are in the middle of this massive hatred being thrown at me. And uh, so it was really a challenging time. I honestly... It took me so much longer than I wish it had to get to a place of peace again. And and, uh, one of the things that helped, I moved to a new city. And that was really challenging. But it really changed the energy because it was too far for him to drive to Salk. (laughs) So it was like inconvenient. Plus, you you probably had like PTSD. Like you just needed to heal, right? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I think. Through all of that, I guess 
I guess what it did is it caused me to be much more spiritual. Like I mm, had to use, I love because I would call attorneys and they'd be like, well, he doesn't hurt you, right? Um, no. And until I met, actually, until I met you and Susan, until I found out all the tools available when you're divorcing a narcissist meanie, you know, <laughs> it's like, I, and I, and I know it was a lot worse than I even know. Like, I know the things that he said to my children. I know it was the slut bitch thing, you know, like I know the things he said to them were so much worse than I can even fathom because I can't really fathom that kind of evilness, you know, like it doesn't. It, like I can't like even, you can't even like conjure up to say those things, no right? I can't and so yeah I think um for me what happened was I was I I guess what it did if I look at like how did I choose this and how is this working for me because whenever I'm in a situation that's challenging I think okay how is this working for me what is this doing for me what is this process giving me that I wouldn't have if I didn't have it and I really did require to learn new spiritual tools for clearing it really did cause me to remember like i worked oh, we just recently we we did the huna um cord cutting exercise together and these are some oh of the- yeah and i was actually going to mention that yeah, i had never even heard it it's, you know yeah. as as spiritual as i am and i've been studying all these various masters for years and years and years, um, go all the way back to the Celestine Prophecy and Wayne Dyer and Marianne Williamson and Gary Zukoff and all of these people. And I'd never heard of this cord cutting thing. And you did it on me. And um, I mean, I'm just sharing. It was a personal thing. It was just between you and me on a on a Zoom call, very much like this. And um, it was so helpful yeah. to me. It was so yeah. powerful to me. Um, to let go of negative stuff yeah. that I was still carrying. Well, really people p- court powerful. us. People court us. And they can be friends. They can be family. And whenever there's like skeins of cords that, are, um, that aren't cut and clear, we don't need to be in cord. We don't, we don't need to be in those sort of like relationships where there's almost like past life things being worked out or, you know, like karma being worked out, like we can clear all of that so that we can then consciously choose who we want to be in relationship with. And then we can, as we're clearing and clearing and clearing, we're no longer forced to be in relationship with people. Like we're not compulsed. We get to have that say over who it is that we are going to interact with and, and who it is that we'd like to take us to the next level with us. Or, you know, we don't, we're not required really to have old relationships that are negative, but it's like, I remember when I did that cord cutting with my dad at one point, cause he had some issues and immediately the energy shifted and the conversation rose up to a higher vibration yeah, but you know, I, and and it's interesting you talk about vibration because one of the things that I've said for years is that you know is it, the more you raise your vibrational energy, the more the people who are stuck in a lower vibrational energy just can no longer coexist with you in your exactly. space. Exactly, exactly. And it, you know, radio waves don't coexist with light waves. It's just it doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It just means that you're at different places in your evolution. And so you can't take it personally when, 
you know, people act the way they do, especially people who are jealous or threatened, um, you know, because that's the only reason why people lash out. It's their own insecurities. It's their own wounds. Yeah, it's it's never about you. (laughs) Exactly. And if you really think it's about you, it's really not about you. (laughs) It's really never about you. Yeah. And, and, you know, people who are at a higher vibrational level than you are, don't do that kind of stuff, right? I mean, it just doesn't happen that way. So, I mean, you know, those are the people who are pulling you up and pulling you forward and and helping you along the way. Yeah. Um, And and that's, you know, what I really, um, I really push myself to be that way always. Um, But then, you know, people aren't always that way. People aren't always that way with me because they're struggling with their own stuff and, and whatever they're struggling with. So that cord cutting thing was really, really helpful for me. Really helpful. Coming up. More with the incredible Erica Glessing. Sometimes they reach over and they try to grab your light, like they try to grab your connection to source. And that's when it feels really bad. I have interviewed some other amazing energy healers in the past, energy healers such as Scott Picard, who was featured in Vogue magazine and the Los Angeles Times. His episode is called from chaos to clarity using meditation and mindfulness to deal with life's transitions and it's episode number 117. Like I didn't know how to feel anything in my own body. Like I didn't understand what to do if I had a feeling about anything. I didn't really know what to do with that. Like it just felt like this energy inside of me and you know it was usually fear, anger, pain, whatever, even joy in a way, but I didn't know fully how to metabolize it. Make sure to check out that episode in the archives and all of the other episodes in the archives can be found everywhere that podcasts are broadcast. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging like a narcissist or other high conflict personality and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation cheat sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. And now, back to today's show. So, who are your go-to people that you love to read, authors, speakers, or listening to, or who's your you know, go-to list of people when you're like feeling in a funk? You know, that's interesting you ask that. I'm such a rare, strange being. So what I do is I I get a journal and I like go out into the, I have a lot of trees in my backyard and I go and I let like God talk through me and I write into my journal like messages from spirit. So I tend to kind of like reach up into like the beyond and then I tend to say, okay, give me some guidance, you know, what's my next step or what's my next aligned step. So you go directly to the source. Yeah, I'm (laughs) not really, I've never been much of a follower. I, I 
I've always been interested in having people that I could like use as mentors. When I was learning how to podcast, I followed John Lee Dumas uh, to teach me how to podcast. He was a great teacher for that. And then when I was, um, let's see, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Um, I'm reading a really strange book right now called The Holographic Universe by Michael Talbot, but I don't really get it yet, so I can't really like say if it's good or not. And then I, I just read a book called, um, it was by a man whose last name was Clear, and it was called The, um, uh, what was it? It had to do with making 1% changes all the time. So mm. uh, I can't think of the name of it, but I'll think of it up for you can, you can post it if you like. But it was really good. It was about how to make 1% changes in every area of your life until all of a sudden you have all these. Oh, atomic. Isn't it atomic change? No, I don't remember. But Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always kind of reaching out for like one good book or something like that. But I don't have like a set of mentors per se. Yeah. Okay, cool. But that's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. So let's talk about energy clearing. Um, you know, this is going to be airing the very first show of 2020, but it'll live on in perpetuity, of course. But for those of us who really want to get rid of negative energy, first of all, how do you define negative energy and how is it stored? Well, there really isn't negative and positive energy. I mean, that's just names that we give things. So there's just energy. So... So really, there isn't everything that you're experiencing, you might put a name on it, like this is a bad thing, or this is a good thing, but that's really not, um, that's all illusion, right? So everything's really just flow. So if you're seeking to change your outcomes, right, you can't have the same behaviors, right? So you can't do the same exact things and expect a different outcome. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's old news. So yeah. I mean, Esther Hicks talks about how the flow of, of energy is always there. Source energy yeah, is there always really, there. there really isn't but you can pinch your, but you can pinch yourself off from it. Like that's how she describes it. Yeah. Like you're just, and one of the things that helped me actually interesting, you brought that up when I was getting divorced is often the other person, like you've got your life force. And remember, I just talked about connecting to source and connecting to heaven and pulling energy from God every day, pull energy from the earth and clearing that up. Then the other person sometimes doesn't have such a good way of doing it, especially if they're a smoker or drinker or something like that. That's a really good indicator. They're not getting life force from source or from nutrition mm -hmm. or from healthy or from good living or from love mm -hmm. or from all those things that nourish us. And so if they're not able to nourish, reach over and they try to grab your light, like they try to grab your connection to source. And that's when it feels really bad. Like they're just like taking from me, taking from me. And this is when they're not yeah. really connecting to source on their own, but it isn't really about you again, ever. It's their inability yeah. to get their own nourishment from source. And so sometimes they'll come over, pop over and try to pull energy from your light to get it over to nourish them because, and you can be codependent in this. Isn't that sad? You can say, yes, I get it. You can be only nourished when you're with me. So I'm going to marry you and then give you my life force. <laughs> so, th and that's why the divorce for that person can be so horrible because all of a sudden they're not getting this like, you know, feeding of your nourishment because they're not getting it themselves from source, but they could. 
because everyone- Right. I mean, and it could be a business partner. It could be, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, a friend. Yeah, yeah. It could be, yeah. you know, a family member yeah, it could be, too. Could be a kid too. So yeah. when you're looking at having your own like clearing, you're looking at, um, well, I believe that we have chakras. So I always run through my chakras and I do, I do record on this. So I was working on this myself. So I just started recording my own healings that I was doing for myself. And that is a show called energy clearing for life force. It's just me doing energy clearings. There's like a hundred of them or so on there and uh, free of course. And, um, yeah, I'll put a link to that in the show. Yeah. Notes. So basically when you're reaching for something different, then the pattern is going to be what you already know. And I'm sure like your audience and you are like, yeah, I already know this, but then there's like doing it and there's like being it. And so reaching for something different is a discipline because you have to then say, you have to believe in the outcome working. And then if it doesn't give you immediate, like immediate feedback, like, okay, I did this one thing good you know, <laughs> where's my $200,000, you know, like you don't necessarily get the immediate feedback. So the truth is in the staying with it and staying in the new pattern long enough for it to reverberate in your life deep enough. Like you can't go to the gym one time and then go, gosh, darn it. Why is it my waist 24 again? I went to the gym well, yesterday. I, I just saw a Facebook <laughs> meme. It was the funniest thing. It was like this kid looking at his butt in the mirror or something. And and he was like, I'm just checking to see if that salad I ate last week is working its magic yet. <laughs> <laughs> the one salad I ate last week. <laughs> I know. Even my son, he's like, Mom, I did sit-ups for three days and I did not see myself get abs, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't really, work that way, yeah, unfortunately. It's really a practice of... Um, so when you're looking at letting go, of 2019 or letting 2019 was a year of pruning um, I believe so I believe it was a year where a lot of us were looking at what we were doing and really making changes like a, there was a lot of good like life force energy on the planet to help us prune off things that weren't working and it was very uncomfortable in some ways it was kind of a difficult year for some people there was things we had to change whether we wanted to or not and they kind of got slammed on our face in some cases it was a weird year like it was a year where i mean i work with so many of top like top authors on the planet like i'm very blessed you know i'm um working with Marcy Shimoff right now on an event, which is, um, she wrote the book and it, uh, happy for no reason and love for no reason. I'm working with her on a miracle program she's doing. So I'm able to luckily re you know, connect with all of these different like authors and light workers. And so I'm able to see like the patterns of what people are writing about. And so 2019 was really a year of just cutting off the old and really pruning out things that weren't working. Some of the businesses we were working on folded. Some of the things we had tried to put energy in and wanted them to work and then they weren't going to work. And we finally said, okay, I get it. You know, <laughs> That's not working. But 2020 is a really exciting year because it's um, 2020's vision, clarity and knowing. And so it's a beautiful new year it's really a shift it's a it's a shift it's almost like going from like dinosaur into like tesla like it's a year where we're gonna see 
huge disruptions. So just like we saw, uh, um, you know, with Uber disrupting the taxis and Airbnb disrupting the hotels, we're going to start seeing disruptions in almost every area of everything. And so, so, yeah. so do you have a mantra or a meditation that we can use to focus <laughs> on for 2020? I don't do mantras. You're so cute. <laughs> or, or meditation. Well, I can, um, let's see, what would be fun to do? Um, let's do a fun one. Let's do a good one to clear negative energy. Let's do one right now that we can offer our, well, our my listeners. Let, let me just get, let me ask for a little, just give me a second here. I'm sorry, everybody will be quiet for a sec while I just see what I'm being shown would be really helpful. Well, I'm being shown the chakras. So why don't I walk through a chakra clearing? Sure. Okay. So um, if you're able, sit, um, if you're able to do this while you're not driving or um, running or jogging or uh sitting at work if you're able to unplug from everything uh the more that you unplug the more you'll get out of it so if you're not on your phone doing your facebook doing your emails if you're actually just tuning in to me and rebecca you will experience the most change from it it's up to you i'm not um obviously i'm not big brother watching so go ahead and unplug from everything else if you can and kind of tune in here to my voice and just pull some earth energy up from the earth through your body and then pull some celestial energy from heaven. Just pull some energy from out into the stars down and to kind of nourish you and pull that all around you. And just, I'm really sensing the need for healing. So it's possible some of you have gone through some really difficult times. So I'm really sensing the need for healing. So go ahead and pull some like golden energy around you to heal you and forgive you the hardest person to forgive is yourself <laughs> so go ahead and just do a big blanket of forgiveness so take a blanket that says like i forgive me and just wrap it all around you and just forgive yourself of anything you haven't done any expectations you haven't lived up to anyone you haven't pleased anyone who is unhappy with you right now just go ahead and put a blanket around you and forgive yourself from any of that and now just pull some red energy through the base of your butt the base of your spine this is where our first chakra lives this is the chakra of security and so go ahead and just pull some nice clear energy through there um i'm gonna go super quick but you can do a slower one over on my podcast and so the second chakra is our sex, creativity, and money. Whoa. And this is an orange color. And so just go ahead and pull some orange energy through that second chakra area. And go ahead and just pour some healing energy through there. If you have gone through a divorce, this is an area that gets really clogged up and messed up. Uh, money, creativity, and sex. And you should find when you start clearing this area that you're way more creative and sort of happier again. Go ahead and uh, look into that third chakra area. This is also an area that gets shut down. This is the eye energy or the self-care. And it operates at a yellow vibration. And what you want to do is just clear that yellow energy from your solar plexus area this is the self-care 
just go ahead and get into that. And now go ahead into your heart chakra. This is uh, green in color. And go ahead and just breathe some light through your heart chakra. Um, Again, if you've had a difficult 2019 or if you've had difficulty in relationships, the heart chakra often needs healing and that operates at a green color. And just pull that nice green energy through there. Then we move up into the higher level chakras, including our throat chakra, which is blue. This is our self-expression. It can also get shut down. We've gone through difficult things. It can be very hard to express ourselves and this is actually my gift of from God. It's called the divine truth. And it's this area of your throat chakra where we just learn how to open ourselves up and express ourselves and go ahead and put some healing energy. Just invite some nice swirling blue healing energy to the throat chakra. And then go ahead now. Our third eye chakra is the crown. Uh, sorry, it's third eye. Crown is above that. So third eye is in between the eyebrows. This is a violet color, and this is kind of where, when it's all clear and nice, we get a lot of synchronicity. Like a lot of the right people call it the right time, like for Rebecca with Robert Shapiro coming into her book, Negotiate Like You Matter. That was a lot of synchronicity. It was right timing. It was her doing the right book, and then him finding out, and then him supporting her, and it was all very synchronistic. And so um, when we clear our third chakra, that's what happens is we're able to just be in tune with like someone calling when they might or you call the right person at the right time, these kinds of things. And now we go up to our crown chakra, which is white, and that's above our heads. And we just want to clear that. This is where our connectivity to God and source comes. So we're just going to go ahead and clear that so that we can have nice messages from source coming in. And then just one more time, swirl nice healing energy all around yourself and kind of bring in like a golden blanket of healing around you. And just kind of like um, as you go through your day-to-day, -day, uh, drink some extra water, uh, maybe drink some nice tea, maybe have a nice salad. Uh, do some self-care things today because by listening to this, you've kind of initiated some good like self-care energy does that make sense that was awesome thank you so much <laughs> i didn't know Love you were it. gonna take me there i know you kind of hinted at it <laughs> it's the best it's the best so good so good and i you know i know for myself um it was this past summer when i decided to finish my book and get it going and i happened to be in hawaii on vacation with my husband and my daughter and we were at haleakala the mountain in maui which is amazing it's magical my even my 17 year old daughter called it heaven on earth and i had this this um epiphany that if i'm focusing on the things that are bothering me, the negative stuff, the people that are bothering me or the, the events or the things that I'm struggling with, I'm not in creativity mode. You can't be in both. You can't both right. be in it's scarcity and be in abundance. And expansion, yeah. contraction, expansion. Yeah. You have to let go of all that old stuff in order Absolutely. to be in creativity and abundance. Yeah. So thank you so much. Where can people find out more about you and how to create their own podcast if that's what they want to do? Yeah, you can just go to ericaglessing.com and I have a, a, a complimentary download there where you can um, learn about how to podcast and uh, 
my new podcast coming, um, uh, it's already alive now, I guess, is called Multi-Million Dollar Funnel Podcast. And that's where I interview people who have, you know, 10x into the $100,000 per month type of business. And I talk to them about their secrets for their success. I'm super excited about that show. And uh, yeah, Rebecca, I look forward to listening to this show all year too. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Erica Glessing. This has been awesome. Thanks for stopping by and listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Check back next Monday for more inspirational pearls of wisdom. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love if you would give it a five-star rating and tell me what you liked in a review on iTunes. Also, be sure to grab your winning negotiation cheat sheet at winmynegotiation.com. And remember, today is a perfect day to start negotiating your best life. Thank you.